Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Higgity, have no fear. The I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast is here. Museum quality, fully disruptive, brand new banging I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast is here. On today's I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast, WNBA icon Brittany Griner is still arrested. And why is nobody talking about it? Why are none of the NBA stars talking about it? They love the WNBA so much. Why aren't they saying anything? Plus, so many players... So many trades, so many signings in the NFL. And why has 50 points become like scoring 20 points in the NBA? Why is everybody scoring 50 points plus in the NBA? Is it the defense? Is it the offense? Is it a combination of both? Plus, we have updates on Juicy Jesse Smollett, Kooky Kanye, and Pistol Pete Davidson, a.k.a. Skeet Davidson. All that morning, fantastic, hard-hitting, brand-new, banging birthday. I'm turning 52 this week. A brand-new birthday. I am Rappaport Stereo Pockets. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. The Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. The Dust Brothers. Start this puppy off with something real nice. Start this puppy off with something real proper. But most importantly, start this puppy off with something real loud and real funky. This... This is a brand new banging, fully disruptive I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up right now. Let's, let's go. Yes! Boom. 
Mm. I'll do it again. Uh, yiggity, yes! Boom, yes. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is in Sukasa, in the house. The name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. Mr. 212, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. your Disruptive Warrior, And you are now rocking with the best. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption, the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. Welcome to the only podcast in the world that prides itself on being a non-fact-checking, iconic podcast. I hope everybody's feeling good. hope everybody's feeling safe. hope everybody's feeling sane. I am in New York City. I got the window open. I know Miles... The sound engineer is like, you know, I might have to shut it off because these fucking cocksuckers out there with the construction. They've been doing this construction outside my window. I'm not going to scream and yell today. I know you guys want me to scream and yell. But uh, to be honest, I have to conserve my energy. I've had an insane week. I got to shut the fucking window, pricks. Got to shut the window because they... They've been doing the same construction job for, I don't know, as long as I've been doing this podcast and before that. Anyway, we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to yell and scream off the top, although I know you guys want me to. I want to. But like I said, I've had a crazy week, very, very busy week, a lot of working, a lot of, well, I'll just jump right into it. So I've been working, right, and I told you I broke my pinky about a month ago, which I didn't tell you how I broke my pinky, but one day I'll tell you how I broke my pinky and you're going to love this story. Or one day, maybe I will never tell you how I broke my pinky, but when I tell you how I broke my pinky, you guys will really, listeners of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast will be, you'll be, if you ever find yourself being like, I love the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, I love the Gringo Mandingo, when you find out how I broke my pinky, you are going to really, really love the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast experience. But I'll just jump into it. There's a lot, a lot going on. I was going to talk about this last week. So I got a booster. I got my booster, my booster shot two day, three days ago. And full transparency, I didn't want to get another shot. I just had COVID. COVID didn't do anything to me. I feel like knock on wood, knocking on heaven's door, if heaven's door is made of wood, we're moving on. I'm praying, hoping, pushing, feeling optimistic that we are moving on, right? We all are across the globe. All the listeners across the globe, we all want to move on. Rappapacks in the United States, Rappapacks in Australia, South America, Mexico, all the states in New York. Also, shout out to the New Jersey rep, my girl out there. She's getting ready to do a little procedure coming up. and She's been supporting the podcast from day one. So I'm sending you uh, love and strength and a speedy, speedy recovery. 
And I don't mean to single anybody out because if I start singling people out, people are like, why didn't you give me a shout out? Why didn't you give me I, all you guys, gals and everything in between. Anyway, that's not the point. So three days ago, I got another booster. I got a booster shot. And as you know, I got the coronavirus. I think it was January 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, I got my own list of problems. I've talked about it all. That's why I'm the inflamed Ashkenazi. I'm inflamed. Got my mucus. Got my ulcerative colitis. Got my general disposition, which is just, you know, you know what the general disposition is. My poor wife. Jesus Christ, every single day dealing with this shit. Anyway, I had to get another booster. And full transparency, I had to get another booster for Screen Actors Guild, SAG-AFTRA requirements for a job that I am doing. They required that anybody who is coming to work after March 15th, which is earlier this week, must be boosted, not just vaccinated, must have a booster shot. So... Although I did not want to get the other booster, you say, why? Why didn't you want to get the other booster? I've taken enough shots. I had a flu shot. I'm vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated. I got the coronavirus. Like, you know, is it three months? I just was like, I'm good. I'm good. With what's going on right now, I am good. Told you guys I got a flu shot, got a colonoscopy. I got underlying health conditions. But I was like, you know, I don't want to get more stuff. I got enough stuff. Plus, I just had the virus, the coronavirus. Anyway, it wasn't like you had to twist my arm. They say it's a requirement. Okay, fine. Got the fucking booster shot. I had to work this week. I'm shooting only murderers in the building with the great Martin Short, the great Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez, who is a huge star and very sweet. I'm recording podcasts. I have other things I'm working on. I'm moving. I'm grooving. I got the, the booster on Wednesday. And I got to tell you, it fucking, this one, it, it, listen, I'm always fucked up. This time of the year when it's winter's leaving and spring's coming, I'm always like, it's transitional weather. It's my birthday week. We'll get to that. Don't worry. We'll get to that. My birthday's on Sunday, March 20th, Sunday, 2022. The Gringo Mandingo is 52 years old. We'll get to it. Nonetheless, you know, the next morning I woke up, I felt like a fucking truck hit me. Snottier than normal, phlegmier than normal, because trust me, I'm normally snotty and I'm normally phlegmy. Had to go to work, did a full day at work and a, a very physical day of work on Only Murders in the Building. And I don't want to tell you why, because let me tell you, so you should watch that show. It's a fun show. It's a funny show. It's totally creative, totally unique. And I'm coming in season two, which I think is coming in June. And I love the part that I play in the show. But I had an extremely active day of work. Very physical, redundant, sweaty, a lot, bop, 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 bop. Listen, am I driving a cement truck? No. Am I, you know, doing manual labor like my man Darts Golden? Shout out to my man, Darts Golden. If I'm giving shout outs, you know, busts his ass, taking care of his family. Am I, am I digging ditches, paving roofs? No. But it was a challenging day for what I do. 16 hours, long day, over and over and over and over and over. It was a lot. 
especially when you're not feeling good. And I was not feeling good. Got home, was exhausted. Had to get up the next morning, 7 a.m., go back to work uh, on the show again. Was not feeling good. Was not feeling good at all. Was feeling like, yo, I, I, you know, like light flu symptoms. But, you know, the show must go on. And I always feel like I have light flu symptoms. I, it's just how I, I, that's why they call me the inflamed Ashkenazi. They don't call me the inflamed Ashkenazi for no reason. They don't call me the raging bullshitter because I don't rage and talk my bullshit. These names are earned, not given. They don't call me the gringo mandingo for no reason. Okay, huh. these aren't names that are just pull, the disruptive warrior. Shout out to my man, Mr. New York. I don't know where the fuck he is. I think he's in France, and then he was in New York. He's in L.A. Shout out to everybody. Nonetheless, SAG said, Screen Actors Guild, in order to work on this upcoming thing, you must be boosted by the 15th unless you've had coronavirus less than 90 days. My 90 days, right, it was January 11th. My 90 days expired. Okay, fine, I got to get boosted. Got boosted. Feel fine today. I don't feel my flu symptoms. I feel my n normal, general, shitty self, which is what I'm used to, which is probably partially attitude. The point is, is Kyrie Irving is diminishing the Brooklyn Nets' chances of winning the NBA title because of his Bullshit. Now, I agree. I agree that at this point, it is ridiculous. Kyrie Irving, who has not played a home game for the Brooklyn Nets, he's not played in Barclays Arena, at this point, went to a home game of the Brooklyn Nets the other day, sat courtside, no mask, there's no mask mandates, watched his Brooklyn Nets team play in Barclays where he's not allowed to play. He also went to a Duke game in Barclays, watched them play in Barclays, but cannot play on the court for the Brooklyn Nets. It is ridiculous. It makes no sense whatsoever. However, as disruptive as I am, as much as I like to fight, as much as I like to push, I was told I can't work on this job unless I get that booster shot. I want to work on the job uh, that they're referring to. So I got the booster shot. I didn't feel like I needed it, but I got it. I'm fine. The, aside from the, you know, the little, you know, 24 hours, 36 hours of feeling like I had like fluey like symptoms, I'm fine. And inevitably, I know that the booster can't hurt, but will only help my body. Kyrie Irving chose not to play for the Brooklyn Nets by not getting uh, not only a booster, uh, vaccinated in the first place. I agree that it's stupid. I agree that at this point, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that he could sit there in the stands in Barclays and watch the Brooklyn Nets play with no mask on. He can watch like every other fan with no mask on, he can give Kevin Durant an intricate third-grade handshake that must take hours and hours of practice 
after the game, both of them with no mask on, but he can't play. But two nights later, he could go play in Orlando for the Brooklyn Nets in Orlando, Florida, score 60 points with the exact same team under the exact same league, the NBA. It makes no sense. But Durant, the dumb fuck the other day, he said that Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York, who's from Brownsville, Brooklyn, from East New York, Brooklyn, where Durant does nothing. None of the Brooklyn Nets do jack shit for uh, the borough of Brooklyn. Um, I know they do a couple things, but there should be way more presence. Start in Brownsville. Start in Brownsville. Um, in Brooklyn. Not in, in by the river. Not over there in, uh, you know, Williamsburg and all these, like, places that are, are, are hunky-dory. Anyway, he, uh, after the game... He said this. Play that clip, Miles Jordan, Bleach Brothers, Dust Brothers. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like at this point now, somebody's trying to make a statement or a point um, to flex their authority. Um, but, you know, everybody out here is looking for attention, and that's what I feel like the, the mayor wants right now, some attention. These guys think that everybody that doesn't align, that shits on them, that doesn't, is looking for attention. Eric Adams isn't looking for attention, you fucking dummy. And getting Kyrie Irving to play for the Brooklyn Nets is not the most important thing that's going on in Brooklyn, or is it the most important thing that's going on in the city of New York where Eric Adams is the mayor? There, Listen, it's been handled fucked up. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their lives. It's been a shit show. We all know that. But for this guy to say he's doing it for attention, ain't nobody trying to get no attention. The only attention you should be worried about, Durant, is your fucking hair. Why aren't you at Denny Moe's Barbershop in Harlem having them give you and your fucking head the attention that it deserves? Your dome needs attention. Your shit is scratched off. Okay? Your shit is like a watercolor painting that's broken, that's ripped. That's ripped. It's scratched off. Some spots there's hair, some spots there's no hair. It's like you just raked your head through gravel and sand. You look like shit. Eric Adams got a nice bald head. He got his shit shaved clean. He's on that man on fire. Eric Adams is on that man on fire for real. Homeboy was a cop for 20-something years in Brooklyn during the 90s. I guarantee you Eric Adams is like, you know what? Since this bitch-ass motherfucker was talking shit, and I guarantee you he talks like that. Since this bitch-ass motherfucker's talking shit, I'm going to give him no attention. Fuck him. Now you're going to lose in the playoffs at some point because your guy don't want to take the fucking shot. You want to pop shit to me? I'm the mayor of fucking New York City. I was the head cop in New York City. You're in my city. You played for the Brooklyn Nets where I grew up in the worst of the worst of the worst neighborhoods. When I see you riding around town, we're going to run your plates. We're going to stop and frisk your big, dusty, dry-skinned, having ass. That's what we're going to do to you talking about somebody's doing this for attention. Oh, we're going to give you that attention. Eric Adams is like, oh, we're going to give you that attention, motherfucker, you motherfucker, you. On that Denzel, on that training day, oh, you motherfucker, you. Anyway, just to follow up, Brittany Griner is still in prison. Brittany Griner, NBA, WNBA star, icon. I mean, she's one of the most recognizable female athletes on the planet because of her look, her height. 
the way she carries herself, her case in Russia is going to be in front of a judge in two months. And, and I was thinking, you know, all these NBA guys, oh, I love the WNBA, support the WNBA. We love the NBA. I haven't seen one NBA guy, not one, put a camera in front of their face. I haven't even seen one WNBA girl, one of the WNBA females, put a camera in front of their face. I've seen some posts, some tweets and all that shit, but this should be a major situation. This should be a very, very, very talked about major situation. A WNBA star, a female American athlete who plays in the WNBA, part of the NBA, which is the biggest worldwide league, and no one's talking about, where's LeBron? Where's Chris Paul? Where are all these guys that hoot and holler and show up to the WNBA playoff games to act like they're supporting the WNBA? Where are you at? Where, where's Megan Rapino? Where are all the WNBA athletes? They should be going crazy because let me tell you something. This could have happened to ex-NBA players. You know, J.R. Smith played internationally. You know, Lamar Odom played into Allen Iverson played internationally. There's plenty of guys who played in the NBA that play internationally. This could happen to anybody. And it happened to Brittany Griner, and this is like a small little story. Where's the hoopla? You guys love the WNBA? Where's the hoopla? Where's, where's the uproar? Where's the infuriation? Free Brittany Griner. This is, this is crazy. Listen, I'm worried about that woman. This is a terrible time for that to have happened. A terrible, terrible, terrible time. But I just don't see the amount of attention that I would expect to see over a high-profile WNBA star being arrested in Russia. I'm sure she is scared to fucking death. And to also follow up, Skeet Davidson, Pistol Pete Davidson, has a branding. He got Kim, the name Kim branded, not tattooed on his chest. First of all, when you get every single thing in the world, every movie you like, every TV show, you got Hillary Clinton, you got fucking ducks, you got sharks, you got motherfucking every, probably every single Saturday Night Live cast member's name tattooed on your body. Does it really mean anything when you get a girl? I'm sure he's got other girls' names tattooed on his body also. And you got Kim branded on your chest? Branded? And people are like, oh, that's, a, yo, that's nothing to brag about. That's a psychopath. It's a person with mental health issues. He gets like SpongeBob and Shrek tattooed all over his body. So what does it mean? Like, what do you have to do to get, don't you want to earn a tattoo on your body? Don't, don't want you to be something special. You don't want like all your friends, all your family members, every girl you fucked, every girl you slept with, every girl you liked, every girl that broke your heart. Is tattooed all over your body. You look ridiculous. And not only did you get Kim tattooed, you got it branded. Is that to show how much you love her? I can't wait till she kicks this fucking dummy to the curb. 
Anyway, I'm not talking about these yahoos anymore. I just wanted to give you up an update on the uh, the pop culture craziness. Uh, also, Juicy Jesse Smollett is out of jail. He was trying to say he was in jail because he was black, and he was also in jail because he's gay. <laughs> I don't need to go down the fucking Juicy Jesse rabbit hole anymore, but he's out of jail as of the recording of this Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Uh, pending an appeal or a something, something, something. Who cares? Oh, and one final thing in regards to these three uh, stories that don't seem to go away. Juicy Jesse Smollett, Kooky Kanye, uh, Pistol Pete Davidson. Kanye is, well, I think he's out now. He was suspended on Instagram for 24 hours. And there was more outcry for Kanye being suspended on Instagram for 24 hours than there's been for Britney Griner being in a Russian jail for going on two months. And to be totally honest, it was way past due that Kanye was suspended on Instagram. Me, Michael Rapport, me, the Gringo Mandingo, I'm suspended on social media all the time. Sometimes I know why, sometimes I don't know why. I'm finally unsuspended in my Instagram DMs. I just did another seven days in the hole on Facebook. After seven days before that, I was on a 14-day suspension that was broken down into two seven-day increments. I'm suspended all the fucking time. There's no free mic rap. There's no outcry. Nobody cares. Nobody comes uh, to dust me off, to pick me up. Kanye's in fucking Instagram jail, and he should be threatening people. He's talking greasy on the yard, posting people's private Instagram uh, text messages and all that stuff. I'm locked down 30 days a year, can't DM, can't respond to DMs uh, all the time. Nobody cares about the dingo. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Remix that, Kanye. Do a remix of that. Anyway, turning 52 this weekend, thank you, it means nothing, uh, I don't know what I'm doing, also uh, the Amy Schumer show Life and Beth starts to premiere, um, it's streaming on Hulu, I've seen a few episodes, I really like it, I like what I did in the show, um, you guys should watch Life and Beth on Hulu. Everybody loves Amy Schumer. She's dope. She's always good. Big fucking star. And uh, I'm excited to see what people think of that. I'm excited. I'm in there chest naked. That's what I'll tell you. There's one or two scenes where I'm in there chest naked on the yard looking good. I don't wax my chest. I come out that motherfucker. I'm proud of my chest hair. Make chest hair great again. Anyway, baseball's back. Looked like they were going to strike in the in the uh, Major League Baseball, but going back to the Kyrie thing, the players who are not vaccinated for the New York Yankees and the New York Mets, as of now, they cannot play in home games. I hope they lift the vaccination after the NBA just to fuck Kevin Durant over. And Eric Adams would be like, yeah, motherfucker, you, you was talking all that shit. 
Now the baseball players could play. You motherfuckers can't play. Uh, but there's uh, some stars on the Yankees, stars on the Yan- on the Mets that cannot play. Aaron Judge, he didn't get the jab. The pinstripe bomber didn't get the jab. He's only eligible to play for 70 of the Yankees' 162 games. Uh, you're also not allowed to play in Canada, which the Nets might have to play in Toronto. Kyrie won't be able to play for the, in that game. That'll be awesome if they get bumped out of the play-in because this motherfucker didn't want to get the uh, thing. Listen, again, if you don't want to get the vaccination, I understand it. But when your team gets bumped out of the playoffs, don't say shit, Duke. I mean, baseball's an outdoor game in New York. Yankee Stadium, City Field. Should that nullify the mandate? Me, personally, I think it should. But I'm a rule follower. I'm a rule follower. You know, I didn't mention Kyrie scored 60 fucking points the other day. Easily. Kyrie Irving's Hall of Famer. I was talking to Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini on their NBA show the other day. They were like, oh, is he in the Hall of Famer? I was like, he's a Hall of Famer. He's won a championship. If he stopped playing today... Kyrie Irving is on a Hall of Famer, is a Hall of Famer just on pure talent. Chris Webber's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Chris Webber doesn't have the career, the impact, the ridiculous skill set that Kyrie Irving has. But it's crazy because motherfuckers are scoring 50 and 60 like it's nothing. Carl Anthony Towns had 60 this week. LeBron had two 50-point games. Dusty Durant had 50. Tatum uh, hit the Nets for 54 the other day. That kid Sadiq Bay for the Pistons hit 51. I mean, if you want to score 50, go against the Orlando Magic. But at some point, somebody's got to be like, no. Nope. 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 You ain't scoring 60 on us. The way Kyrie, listen, Kyrie's unstoppable. But at a certain point, you got to knock somebody down and take that technical foul. Take that one-game suspension and be like, nah, this ain't fucking happening. Me, personally, I think it's... Because I was like, every single night, 47, 49. You know, Steph scores 47 all the time. Sadiq Bey hits 51 points. Is it the defense? Is the defense that bad? Are the NBA rules so in favor of the NBA offense? Are the, uh, is the talent that much better than it was in the 90s? I think it's a combination of things. Obviously, during the playoffs, it tightens up. You don't see motherfuckers going for 60 that much in the playoffs because the, the the referees let them get away with a little bit more. But I think things are out of hand. I mean, somebody's going to score 100 points. Somebody could literally, you know, like somebody could do it. I could see that happening in today's NBA. I, I could really say it happening. Uh, anyway, 13 players have hit 50 points or more this season. It's tied for the most ever. Um, and I'm sure at least one player will hit more than 50 points this season again. Uh, but the you know the NBA, it's coming. The NBA playoffs are coming. The Bucks, the Suns are rocking. Memphis. Golden State, I'm concerned about because of Steph's injury. Miami, I think, is the team in the East that could beat the Brooklyn Nets with or without Kyrie Irving. Philly, nope. Chicago, nope. They don't beat good teams. They have a great record, but do not beat good teams. 
You know, Denver's good. Even if Jamal Murray comes back, they're not ready. Cleveland's too young. Even though they're going to be a good team going forward, and I really like them. Darius Garland. Love that kid. So I'm playing Brooklyn. Evan Mobley. These NBA playoffs are wide open, and like my man Jordan Winter of the Dust Brothers, he thinks it's going to be the best NBA playoffs ever. And, I mean, how could you even compare? Because every single year the NBA playoffs are fantastic. Because the NBA is and always will be fantastic. I don't even know where I was. Baseball, NBA, and the NFL. It's all, all over the fucking place. I might have brain fog from that booster. I wore my jacket to the set of Only Murders in the Building, my own personal jacket. Usually give you, because uh, it was raining, so I wore my own personal rain jacket to the set of Only Murders in the Building. And we were in a bar set. In my jacket was my wallet and my house keys. I did not bring my jacket back to my trailer, which is where you stay. It's like your hub. If you're a world-famous, world-class actor like myself, I did not bring my jacket back to my trailer. This is probably like 10 in the morning. I finished work the other day at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., I realized, oh, shit. I left my jacket in the set, which is a bar, which we hadn't been to in eight hours. Anyway, that never fucking happens. I panicked. I went to the set. I said, yo, I left my jacket in that bar. We got to go to that bar. They go, what is it? I go, it's a black jacket, a stark black, plain Lululemon winter jacket. By the way, Lululemon products are great. A little pricey, but they're great. Lululemon sweatshirts, Lululemon sweatpants, Lululemon uh, like workout shit, Lululemon Jackets, all excellent. They last long. There's no logo. There's pockets everywhere. There's secret pockets everywhere that you could dry them. You could put them in the laundry. Lululemon sweatshirts are fucking fantastic when I'm not wearing my uh, cashmere. Shout out to the Jake LaMotta of uh, Ron Herman uh, for that beautiful piece of black cashmere. Anyway, and I was like, yo, that is so... They found my jacket, found my wallet, found my keys, but I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, do I have that brain fog? I don't know. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? I feel like I've had brain fog before it was en vogue. You guys hear me mispronouncing words. You guys hear me forgetting words. What am I saying? You hear it all the time. This is before the pandemic. Not only is Tom Brady back in the NFL, MVP Aaron Rodgers has re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. And he knew that Devontae Adams, the, the best receiver in the NFL, left the frozen tundra for Viva Las Vegas. Devontae Adams is now a Las Vegas Raider. He's teaming up with his old Fresno State teammate, Derek Carr, which will be a good fit. I mean, he's got shit. Yo, he said he always wanted to be a Raider. He played with Derek Carr. He's in Vegas. What happens in Vegas never stays in Vegas. Uh, but it's uh, a fun, interesting NFL offseason. I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to, but the AFC West is stacked. The Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos with Russell, the love muscle, and uh, the Vegas 
coming off a first-round playoff exit where they were a play away. Don't forget they were a play away from beating Joey Burrow and the Bengals. And now they got Devontae Adams. The AFC is super-duper strong while the NFC is getting weaker. Von Miller signed a big deal in Buffalo. You know, he brings that experience, brings that championship mentality to the Bills and the Bills Mafia, which they already have a strong defense. Khalil Mack was traded to the Chargers. Allen Robertson. Allen Robinson is going to the Rams. Nasty fantasy football trio. Yo, the Rams, they re-upped. Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. They re-upped. Amari Cooper was traded to the uh, Browns from the Cowboys. I don't understand. Apparently, Baker Mayfield said he's done with Cleveland. And and where are you going to go? I never fucked with Baker Mayfield. And it's not just because he was a Cleveland Brown. DJ Moist, you fuck you. He sucks. Now they're saying Deshaun Watson might play for the uh, Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson, all of his criminal charges have been dropped. We're going to see, we're going to see, um, he could possibly wind up in Atlanta or Cleveland. Pittsburgh would be sick. Seattle could work. Miami and Carolina are off the table. I would love if he came to the fucking Giants. I would love if Deshaun Watson came to New York. New York would love him. New Orleans and Indianapolis make sense, uh, but so does half the fucking league. Uh, Jimmy G is available for trade to San Francisco. Teddy Bridgewater. Anyway, it's going to be great. Uh, March Madness is in full effect. And I have had, yo, March Madness. I told you I was fucking with March Madness. And the games have already been great. It's such a pure brand of basketball. You look at these guys, they're playing for their life. Some of them may never play high-end basketball. They're kids, the fans, all of it. March Madness has been great. I told you I'm picking Kansas to win it all. And I'm making all my picks at Captain Picks. It's a company that I am part owner of, okay? Captain Picks is my company, along with the Dust Brothers, along with Ben Baller. We built this motherfucker from the bottom up. I talk with the captains. I talk with the... The community of captains. All right, and Captain Picks. And we're very, very, very active during March Madness. We do NBA. Of course, we're doing March Madness. We do NHL, UFC, golf, baseball's coming, worldwide soccer. And in Australia, we got rugby. We got a guy who knows rugby. And you can make money off of rugby. We talk sports. We stack wins. Stack wins with me. Okay, the Dust Brothers and our team of excellent captains. You could sign up monthly or annually for the best recurring deal. And if you want just a taste, you want a taste, do it now. Do it now during March Madness. Do it now during the NBA. If you want a taste, if you want to sniff, you want to sniff the fuck I'm talking about. We're offering buy one, get one free daily and weekly right now. Okay, trust me, you can make money with this rugby shit. Okay, buy one, get one free daily, weekly, right now with the promo code CASHIT at captainpicks.com. That's captainpicks.com.
Dot-com. Make money with me. This is my company. Okay, then re-up because it's your bookies bankroll that we're after. I'm trying to get their fucking money for myself. It's a huge fucking weekend of sports ahead. When I tell you, you can make money off of rugby. You can make money off of rugby. Just listen to what I'm saying. Anyway, March 20th is my birthday, 52 years old. 52, looking like I'm 52. Feeling good, though. And uh, I don't know. Spring is here. Spring training is here. <laughs> Daylight saving is here. Spring forward is here. And I just hope everybody is feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. And I hope everybody's feeling sane. Tell a friend to tell a friend. No matter if you listen to the podcast on Apple, uh, download your link, copy and paste your link, send it to a friend. You're like, yo, you heard this shit? You fuck with the Iron Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the Zone of Disruption, the Iron Diggity Dome of Disruption? Puff, puff, pass the podcast. Anyway, I'm out. Miles, Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Let's end this puppy with something real nice. Real nice. Let's end this puppy with something real proper. Real proper. Let's end this puppy with something real loud and real funky. I am Rapport Stereo Pox. Let's fucking go. I'm done. <laughs>